Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Quantum Nurse live stream. And thank you for, very much for all of you who have always been supporting me and the rest of my team, especially when I do the podcast with the rest of the podcasters around the world, which I know one day again, next time, Victor will be joining us. And uh, today's guest is uh, someone who I've never had met before, but I've heard about him. And as I kept listening to his interviews, the more that I needed to get to know him. So from getting to know him by listening and by reading the articles that he has written, it's very important that you two need to get to know him, okay? And so welcome, Victor. Thank you, Grace, appreciate it. So Victor Sagalovsky, um, I heard about him from, of course, from Robert Slovak and from the Water Wellness Company and from Light Water Company, because what happened is that um, right, right before or just uh, right after the beginning of the pandemic is like, oh, you know, people were like fearful rushing, thinking of everything that they need to do to really up their game. Because for mm. me, it's like upping your game. Because And so, and Victor has been on this health game, longevity, anti-aging, or just pro-health lifestyle and thinking, just like I knew then when I was still young in the Philippines, living there, till maybe in my high school years, that I said, if, you know, being raised as a Christian in the Protestant church, I said, if I am, and during that time, it's easy to just say you are made in the image of God. Now I know even better, you know, description of that. But if I am made that and God is infinite, the source is um, just, uh, just a wide, it's just like many things, many things that you can dream of, whether it's your health, whether it's your life that in general, you could reach to that infinity or eternality if mm. you take care of your body, because your body is like God's gift. So with that, when then the, time, the pandemic happened, I said, well, the, the, main, the main thing that I haven't fully up my game is knowing more about what I can do with my water source. Of course, you know, just like most people, Victor, we buy we buy bottled water, right? We have some RO, and in fact, it became confusing with that RO too because there's like Cajun water. There's all kinds of RO you know, reverse osmosis machines that you know it became just so confusing. But then I keep thinking, hey. If we are 75% water um, weight, or, and then there's more in terms of water molecules and the cells, right? There's usually almost 90, 90 something percent. Then I said, well, that might be the secret of many of what we're longing for. And then luckily, when you ask that question, when you ask something, the answer comes to you. So That's true. I Finally, mm -hmm, I got that answer about the Canton seawater and the deuterium depleted water. And just to make you more excited and happy, I just came from a trip with adepts with like-minded individuals. And 
a number of the, the, the adepts brought, put in their luggage, the deuterium depleted water. <laughs> good, good, good for them. And, good for them. Mm -hmm, and right now, there's also a conversation mm -hmm. in Telegram asking, hey guys, so those who are going to Guam, how many of you would like to, you know, how, how many of you would be interested so we could have the deuterium depleted water shipped to Guam? So to I Guam, think, to Guam. Yeah, so I'm not sure if, it seems like she's connected to your company, Light Water, because I saw the bottle, and so maybe that conversation started. And so I know that shipping could be really expensive, but hey, for for health, you know, it's all worth it. So tell Victor again, uh, let me just say more about Victor. So he's got articles, He's and he's been really in the health business from being a practitioner of yoga for natural gourmet raw food. And I, I may have eaten in your restaurant because uh, I mean, for many years, I was like- Years ago. Yeah. So I was like checking all the raw food restaurants and it's exciting to keep learning. And he really um, is studying and, and one of his theories is that about the indigenous radiation damage theory of aging. So Victor, go ahead and Tell, tell us more how you went into this and go just deep dive into what deuterium is because people go, go, even us, it becomes like confusing, but we just keep doing things until we learn more. Well, when you said you investigated water, try to find the best water for yourself. And that's why at some point, every person that's conscious of their body asked that same question. What is the right water for me? The answer is if you look inside and you look at the water that's inside of your cells and inside your mitochondria, and there's the first clue. The metabolic water that your body makes, you want a water that's as close to that metabolic water and not so much the bulk water that exists out there. So the clue is within. So metabolic water, the water that our bodies make to run our mitochondria, to run our energy production systems, that water is 60 to 70% depleted in deuterium. So you might have, you might ask yourself next, well, what is deuterium? Deuterium is a form of hydrogen. We know hydrogen is the first element on the periodic table, right? And it's still the most abundant element in the universe. But a very small part of hydrogen is an isotope called deuterium. So this isotope deuterium, which is a version of hydrogen, differs from hydrogen because it has a neutron. Hydrogen is the first element. It's also the simplest element in nature. It's why stars run on hydrogen, humans run on hydrogen, all, everything in the universe, rocket ships, uh, all life runs on hydrogen. Why? Because it's so simple. It's the simplest element. So it has a proton and an electron. But when you add deuterium, deuterium introduces a neutron, which makes this hydrogen twice the mass. So all water, all food on this planet has a little bit of this deuterium in it, a very small amount, 0.0012%. And this looks like if you have a 
uh, liter of water, you think that that's H2O. We all know water is H2O, right? But a little bit of water is not H2O. It's HDO. So that D being deuterium. And that's called heavy water or semi-heavy water. And when you look at a liter of water, in that liter, you'll have six drops, roughly, of HDO. And this HDO, this deuterium, this was what wreaks havoc on our biology over time, over our, over our lifespan. And what it does is it inhibits our ability to produce energy. And it does this cumulatively over and over and over and over. And we have these little tiny nanomotors that create the energy in our body. They're quite, quite incredible when you look at them because they're the most perfect motor in nature. They have 100% efficiency, which is something we can't create. But when you look at it at a nanoscopic level, it's a motor and generator. And this motor generator uses protons and they spin the motor and that creates ATP, which is adenosine triphosphate, the currency of our biology. We didn't have, if we didn't have ATP, then we wouldn't be able to breathe or blink or do anything. So this is the energy currency that our body runs on, but it uses the hydrogen protons. But when, instead of a proton, these motors, these ATP synthase nanomotors, when they get hit with a deuterium, which is about every seven seconds, it's like putting a square peg in a round hole. That proton and neutron does not fit where the motor is expecting a hydrogen. So we have a mechanical problem in our biology and really all nature. So we've figured out over the course of evolution, the body has adapted, the cells have adapted to try to filter as much as the deuterium out of your electron transport chain, out of your energy production pathways. But it can't because the level of deuterium on our planet has been slowly rising. So in this new field, of, in this new branch of biochemistry called deuteronomics, which endeavors to explain how the body manages deuterium, we find out that the level of deuterium that we have in our bodies now is too high for our biology. So we want to reduce that by 20% to get back to that point where our bodies can manage this better. You'll never get rid of it because it's in the food, it's in the water, it's been there. It's been there from the beginning of time, but you could reduce it. And when you reduce it, you increase the amount of energy available to you at the core, at the foundational level. So it's quite profound because this is a discovery that's not very old, it only 60 some years ago that they discover that when you take deuterium away or you reduce deuterium in biology, you increase metabolism, increase energy, you basically become lighter. In fact, it's deuterium depleted water is called light, called light water because physically it is lighter. If you put it on a scale, it is physically lighter. So, and when you introduce deuterium to something, it slows you down, it slows down your metabolism, inhibits your ability to, it, it speeds up your aging process. So you have this heavy thing and this light thing and our bodies run on the light thing and the heavy thing just comes in and we have to manage that. 
So the best way to manage that is to reduce it. And the way to reduce it is you can fast, you can eat ketogenic diet because fats have less deuterium than carbs. You can eat less. You can do these type of things. You could live in an area that has already a lower amount of deuterium in the water than, than other places. Or you could do this simple, elegant thing of drinking deuterium depleted water, which is very, which is very new to be able to reduce most of the deuterium out of the water and then make it available at an affordable price to everybody. Because it's a very difficult process. It took decades to perfect how to remove HDO from H2O. So instead of two hydrogens and oxygen, you have one hydrogen, one deuterium and an oxygen. And this is what we want out. We want to reduce this. So when we reduce this down to most people are at 150 parts per million in their bodies. You can do a saliva test and you can see what the level of deuterium in your body is. And when you start reducing it, it takes time. So you drink deuterium depleted water through the mechanism known as hydrogen exchange. Every time you drink deuterium depleted water, a little bit of deuterium comes out and you drop. You drop about half a ppm part per million to about one ppm per day. And you gradually reduce it over 60 to 90 day period. And then you maintain that. And then when you test yourself, you get into the 120 part per million range, you go, okay, I'm there. And this is where you want to maintain for optimal health. But there, there's one question that I wanted to ask that most people ask. He said, so if you, how does that deuterium, how do we get rid of it? Meaning, uh, I know, well, we, yes, we drink the deuterium depleted water. So there's not, there's, barely any deuterium in there well you just want to reduce it okay. you, you'll never you'll never get you'll never get rid of all of it okay okay but you so. can reduce it by 20 percent, and that 20 percent gets you to a place where your body is adapted more more so adapted to manage this problem coming in and and because we mostly get it from the water shall i assume and food and food and food, and food. so how about the question when, then can I just drink less of the water, meaning the regular water? Because those questions like for people who cannot really afford it. And well, you know, there, there are some people that uh, don't drink a lot of water at all and they eat a lot of fat and fat, fat becomes water. When you, when you burn, when you burn um, a kilo of fat, you get, a liter of deuterium depleted water in your body. So yes, eating less, fasting, eating foods that are lower in deuterium, which are the fats, you can you can go down, you can go down a little bit. You're never gonna get down to 125 unless you live in an area that has that type of water there. And this is where the discovery comes from because in the Soviet Union in the late 50s, they were looking at two populations of Siberians that essentially lived like Eskimos. And they wanted to know why they had so many people that were over 100 years of age and why they were so healthy. These people are not living, living 
in a very harsh environment, not living in ideal conditions. And yet they had excellent longevity, excellent health span. Just overall, they were more vibrant people and they wanted to understand why. And after a few years of research, they so we're going to measure their water for all kinds of things. And then they measure the deuterium content of the water they're drinking, the glacial water. And it was 16% lower in deuterium. And this is what hit, this is what started this whole thing when they discovered this. And then it took a long time to understand. They knew right away after doing experiments on plants, animals, that when you take away deuterium, things get metabolism gets better, energy increases, you're doing less damage to your body. A lot of incredible studies were done very early on. And then same thing, like I said, when you have, when you add deuterium, the opposite happens. So in fact, if you were to have pure uh, D2O and only 30% of it, by the fifth day you die because deuterium is not compatible with our biology. So, so it wasn't until 50 years, some years later that it was actually explained that it was discovered how the damage happens. And like I said, it's completely mechanical. It's just in the nano confined space spaces of your mitochondria that you have this mechanical damage that happens. But also if you consider that everything in the body uses hydrogen and it has space for hydrogen, take DNA, for example, right? So in the DNA, if there's a position that's looking for a hydrogen, instead of a hydrogen, it gets a deuterium atom. What happens? That deuterium is twice the size of the hydrogen, and yet it's taken its position that's supposed to reserve for something half the weight. So it starts distorting things. That perfect geometry, that the perfect blueprint doesn't get copied because that weight distorts something. If you're flying on an airplane, you look out both wings, they look the same. But if one wing is slightly heavier, you're not gonna be able to fly very well. And that's what's happening with the difference between deuterium and normal hydrogen, which is known as protium. What happened, Victor, that it's just lately, it's just 60 years that they have studied it or unless they've really known about it because didn't you isn't there a study on the nasa and they knew about it and you know most of the best things are often often relate to us too late it's one thing to know about it it's another thing to be able to do something about it i see right and so it took many years i first became aware of this problem in 2004 but we didn't have water available for people to buy until 2019. So these things take time. Originally, people, scientists said, yeah, we know this causes biological damage, but that's it. There's what else are you going to do about it? Somebody actually has to go into, uh, somebody actually has to spend a lot of time, money, effort, and have incredible belief in the science that to be able to do something like this to create a new category in water but what it is it's a new standard of purification now we know that water needs to be purified of deuterium we're only a few companies are doing it right now because it's not very it's a it's a difficult process but eventually 
10, 20 years from now, everybody will know this, that a new standard of filtration exists. And that standard is to also not only remove lead, contaminants, poisons, but also to reduce the amount of deuterium in the water. And again, like I said, you don't need to reduce it that much for your body to kick in and be able to function better again, because you have pathways. We have ability to filter this. It just gets overrun as we, from the, from the moment we are born to the time we die, we are constantly getting bombarded by this burden of deuterium. So when you reduce it, you do a higher level intervention. It's foundational. It's a, it's a, you're, you're working on the very foundation of your energy production mechanisms. So it works very well in that sense. And it's different. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, said, I was going I was gonna, to well, say, unlike other supplements that other supplements, this is not a supplement. This is not, this is not about putting something in your body. It's about taking something out, reducing it. So it's a, it's a little different of a concept, but it, it works very well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Part, part of my imagination also goes like as if when you drink more of it under deuterium depletion. So, you know, I, I know people who um, we just had a conversation during our get together okay, that they, you know, she did it for X amount of days and really pure. And she, she even said that she kind of lost most of her appetite, um, cravings, cravings, craving for something. So now, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that kind of leads her to eating less. But I was just thinking in my imagination that when you drink something of this kind of water, then it kind of dilutes whatever's inside your system. That, and that's also part of my imagination that that's one way that you kind of sort of like not putting more deuterium in your body. And, and, and then, uh, but how about, how do we respond to people who say, well, couldn't we just do what uh, Emoto did? And like, just to put some good words in the water and change them. That's great, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna remove the deuterium in it. It would be nice to be able to pray it away, you know, go away, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. Not yet. Not that I've discovered yet, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful you can just pray it away, pray it away eventually. Right now you have to use industrial, big industrial equipment that well, we that make ourselves. There's a lot of things going on like that, especially when it comes to what's happening during this pandemic. There's a lot of prayers and not a lot of critical thinking, actually. So well, yeah, that yeah, we have to bring yeah. to this table is a lot of your critical thinking. So when so did I understand also from you that um, sort of basically the water on this planet is really distorted. So one cannot say, well, it's natural. So like the streams, the rivers, because I remember growing up in the Philippines and we would go to the river and there will be a stream of water. It tastes so good, very cool. And so we were drinking. So they might just say, hey, I'll just go somewhere and just stream it. Well, all water on the planet has deuterium. In some places there's less. 
And then when you look at those places, you see that people are healthier and longer lived and happier. You can clearly go see this. It's actually some studies have been done on this too. So deuterium is a, is a heavy thing. It, it, it weighs us down and the removal of it, it lifts us up. So uh, it would be nice to be able to, to have it. It'd be nice if there was a simple way to remove it because it would, it would really, it would really change an incredible amount of people's health in a very short time. It would optimize your health because we're meant to be, our biology wants to be at a level that's in the 120 ppm range. And yet we're in the 150 ppm range if we're not drinking deuterium depleted water or following a deuterium depleted lifestyle. So it's a uh, science, science, the science on this has not let us down. And yet, Victor, why don't you tell us about what you shared in another podcast in your studies on, you know, like a comparative study or declining years of longevity. Go ahead. Uh, let's see what exactly. The... So when you were talking about, you know, the time in during the, I don't know, Christian era during those times and how many years and people and then, and feel free to connect it with what you've read or what you've heard about, uh, you know, those because I know I have some listeners who do consider that there's ET. So, well, I talk about this in my lectures, so I'm glad I'm glad you asked. And I'll start with this. You know, the largest the largest mammal in, in the world is the is the whale, right? And the blue whale. And what does it do? It's also the longest living one. And what does it do? It it fasts in the warm water. And then when it goes to Antarctica and same thing with the humpback whale, when it goes to Alaska, it drinks the water coming off the glaciers, which is deuterium depleted. So nature has a deuterium depletion strategy. And in ancient times, when uh, there's, this, there's this flood that we have in our collective unconscious that happened on this planet, talk, they talk about it in the Bible talk about it in other books but this flood introduced more deuterium into our planet than we have now and if you read the bible and other texts you see that people it says people were living into the hundreds right there and they were also very big there's evidence that humans were a lot taller than we are now, we've kind of shrunk down. So when you go back to these ancient times, that's that's human. And if you go before that, you go, you go, let's say 80 million years ago, and you see the plants were bigger, the animals were bigger. Why? Well, one of those reasons is because there was less deuterium. If you go to Antarctica, you'll find the deuterium level is 89 parts per million which is like a frozen piece of time from 80 to 100 million years ago. So when the flood happened, it introduced more deuterium into our planet than we were accustomed to. And this caused, one theory is this caused lifespans to shorten and 
our physical stature to shorten too. Our genetics were altered. And in fact, if you look at a, look at a, a chicken or a beaver today, and then you, and then you, and then you dig up the bones of their, of their uh, ancestors from a million years ago, you'll find that these things were like five, 10 times bigger than they are now. Why? Well, one reason perhaps is there's less deuterium. So when I was doing my original research, diving into the science, the history of deuterium depletion and deuterium depleted water, I stumbled upon a few, a couple books where um, these people claim to be contactees of extraterrestrials. And in their books, they ask these extraterrestrials, Wes Bateman is one of them, Billy Meyer is the other. And this was 20 years apart, one in 73, one in 1993. And I was reading this book, uh, specifically the one that was 1993. And this guy, he, was, he, he claimed to channel aliens or have a conversation with them telepathically. And he asked them, why do you guys live so long and we live so short? And it says right there, it's like, you guys have too much deuterium on your planet. That's a problem for you. It's a problem for lifespan. It's a problem for longevity. I thought that was, was very interesting because it was written in 1993, which was, and the other one was 1973 before. Now, is it real? Did he, did he, did he really get that information for extraterrestrials? Did he read it in a, a book somewhere at that time it was very difficult to find information on deuterium but it was out there we don't know but what we do know is the science works that's the most important thing is the science hasn't let us down because it's a simple it's a simple thing to explain you have something that your body wants instead it gets something twice the size and it goes ah it doesn't work it doesn't fit and it breaks you down mechanically over time and whether extraterrestrials warned us, whether it was our, whether it was the science that came out in the fifties, uh, who knows? But we know this is this is this is new. This is very new. This is very exciting because this is a this is an intervention that is upstream, right? It's a source intervention. You're working on the source code, so this potentially has incredible right right now people are experiencing great benefit from this but i'm interested in what will it do to our longevity collectively for people right because some of these yeah. people because if you if you if you look at some of these people that are deuterium depleted naturally they're living into their hundreds happy healthy functioning you know their mind is there their body's there so they're aging slower and so we're not going to stop aging. At least I would love to figure that one out. No one has. If they have, they haven't been talking about it. But we can slow it down. That's practical. That's a yeah. practical intervention. And, and the colleagues, we... colleagues that I belong, you know, I have right now among the co my colleagues, we're not even thinking about, we're thinking going always beyond not being sickly. And we're not thinking about death, you know. When I say that, um, because mo many times it seems like you, the general population just accepted that you got to be old as you add more years and you just have to feel all these 
pains and have continued to add more maybe white hair or something but anyway well, i'll tell you i'll tell you how we die doesn't matter only thing that matters is how we lived so what matters is your health span how what are how long can you be youthful it's very simple equation when we're young we have a lot of mitochondria a lot of ability to create energy when we're old we have a lot less mitochondria so how do we maintain our mitochondria this is one of those interventions how do we keep the same amount of energy that we had in our youth because we're willing the mind is willing but the body can't it's weak because through wear and tear and deterioration and these problems, these, these uh, markers of aging, we lose our energy production centers. We lose our mitochondria. So that's the name of the game is to keep your mitochondria healthy and keep your mitochondria not only healthy, but, but have a lot of them where they need to be. And that, that's, the, that's the new science of longevity because, because there's no mitochondria is the direct marker of energy so that's the thing to focus on is mitochondrial health and there's a few ways to do this deuterium depletion and a few other interventions that specifically focus on mitochondrial well-being and even mitogenesis making mitochondria that's not there and when you have functioning mitochondria you can be you can be super healthy at any age we just need the energy we 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 can download the blueprint that's meant for us from our genetics from the universe we have we are we are a divine blueprint but in order to in order to download it we need the bandwidth <laughs> yeah so. it's so true so so true and then when you really have uh, you feel that um or you're reaching that optimum health there's no stopping you from continuing to study more and and learn more you know and really be diligent to what you know already such as having this deuterium depleted water um so when when uh when people have to how do most people usually use it in their in their cooking or just in their drinking? In their drinking, it's a little expensive with cooking, but you can if you'd like to. The what people do is they get the water that we produce, which is we remove ninety four to ninety seven percent of the deuterium, and they either dilute it with other water, or they just drink half a liter to a liter a day. The goal is that if you put in, if the water that you put in your body has less deuterium than the water that's inside your body and the, extracellu the extracellular water, then you will dump or you will release a certain amount of deuterium from your body. So it's a gradual process. It's like a child is not grown into adult overnight. This is a, this is a slow process. You can get some benefit from, you can get some immediate benefit some people notice benefit after a day or a week because this is something new. Your body's not expecting it. It's very, very pleasant because your body's not expecting as you age that you will, that your deuterium will go down. The body expects that every day you have a little bit more, a little bit more. And then you have this thing that happens and all of a sudden you have less deuterium. Your body goes, what's this? This is great. So 
you do this over time. So they're on their website. You can you can read about the different strategies for dilution of your water. You can dilute it one to one, one to four. You can drink it. You can drink it straight. So, but the key is to get enough in you per day that it's less than the than the, it's less in deuterium than this water that you have in your body. Again, I want to. I just want to remind you that the water in the mitochondria is deuterium depleted. So the body's doing everything it can to keep it out of that inner mitochondrial matrix because that's the water that's being made. You don't, that none of the water that is used to create energy in your body is water that we consume. Can you believe that? Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's so interesting that our body has everything, has all its power to really provide us with what we need if we only support the body as well the energy so the only thing missing is the energy okay yeah so once you support that by really making sure that that energy is being uh, created in our own body then you know then it can continue to protect us from any other immune problems or if you are currently having some problems already it will help you restore it because one as as uh, one of the um, you know i know someone who's the the determining factor so how much how how much determined depleted water should you drink said so, hey just try just try to add more if you're not feeling energetic and see if you could drink more or you know dilute it less yeah and again again the water is not the water is not what's doing it the water is not the water is not the miracle here. The miracle is that your body is reduced in deuterium. Your the water is just a tool to get your own body yeah. depleted of deuterium. So I, I that's the that's the that's the that's the fundamental goal right here. Is to, yeah. And and that has can you tie it down to our DNA? And what do you um what do you say about doing some solar synthesis so that we could also help our body really get into that mode of creating well i was i was on the beach all day in the sun and it was wonderful <laughs> so you definitely need some you definitely uh well the mitochondria it it uh is assisted in its energy production by red light and near infrared light so the more red light we we get uh, in specific specific spectrum, the easier it is for our bodies to create energy. What we're getting over, what we're what we're trying to get over is resistance, right? It's just like everything in nature is resistance, has resistance, and we wanna we wanna just like meditation, we wanna get get we want that resistance to be minimal, or we want to let the bonds of that resistance release. So there's freer flow because the electron wants to move and it wants to move uninhibited. So that's, it's, it's a, as above, so below. It's very, it's, when you look at it, it's very, very simple. We want more energy. We want to do it in a simple, and we want to do it in a way, and we want to create that energy in a way that it takes less energy to create more energy. It's so, it's, it's very, it's very simple. We can get into the biochemistry of it. We can get into the science. We can get into the, esoteric wisdom of it we can really wax poetic about these things 
for a long time and it's and i love doing so but it, at the at the core you just have to realize that it's an energy game yeah i hear you well and i feel it because well since i started taking it as well um uh, then what's the best um kind of dietary uh practice would be advisable for most people then because if i understand it well one well one one is to eat less that's one eat less and, and how about um balancing their carbohydrates and as well as the you know the protein source because from what i understand there's more deuterium in the carbohydrate rich foods nature strategy is to deplete the fats and to load the carbs so same thing in a plant because deuterium is heavy it's going to concentrate in the root at the bottom and anything and less deuterium is always going to be in the in the in the flowering tops it's very it's it's very simple energy wants the path uh nature wants the path of least resistance so you can you can observe in nature and you and it, if you if you ask the right questions like you said you'll get the right answers if you if you wait and if you can listen so you have to eat more fat if you want to be healthier you have to be keto adapted you should run more on ketogenic type diet I'm not saying eliminate all carbs, but carbs are loaded with deuterium so much more so than fats. So if you're concerned, if your deuterium is too high, one of the things you can do is eat less and eat more, eat more fat, more fatty foods, or um, certainly limit carbs. What's happened is we we've we've become a society, a planetary culture that doesn't know how to eat for our biology properly. Our eating habits are completely different than our biology requires. And we've learned to adapt into this, but really everybody is deficient in so many things because their dietary practice at the core fundamental level is not ideal for our biology. So, one of the things that's a separate conversation, but one of those key factors is to increase the fats and lower the carbs. And the fats will become water. Your body will make water if it needs to from the fat in your body. So, well, tell tell us way. a little bit, Victor, of the many like highlights of or the testimonials, perhaps that you've heard from people. I've heard, a, I've, we've heard, a, we have a lot of testimonials. We don't, we don't publish them. Uh, some we, some we share, but uh, generally uh, there's, a, what can I, what can I share with you? Uh, I mean, there's so many kind of miracle type stories, but I, I, I tend to, I tend to kind of not, not share them because uh, I, I mean, yeah, I just, it's, um, everybody has a different experience, but but, but fundamentally, I'll you know I'll share what happened to me. I'll tell you about myself. Okay. And I was already I was already very healthy. 
I considered healthy for, for a person that's 50 years old or when I started this uh, late 40s. And I started drinking deuterium depleted water myself. And what did I notice? I noticed the increase in my metabolism when my, when my deuterium levels went down. I noticed the increase in energy, better sleep, etc. But what I really noticed is when I really saw that this, this is really something profound is when I got injured. And normally an injury will heal. As you get older, an injury heals slower than it did when you were a teenager, right? So uh, I, I went ice skating and I fell and I, I bruised myself really bad. And then next day I was just swollen and in pain. And I figure, okay, well, I'm in my late 40s. This is just going to take a couple weeks to I'm going to take a couple weeks to recover. You know, it's just what it is. Three days later, I was perfectly fine. The injury had healed. And I thought to myself, I go, when was the last time I healed like this? And it was when I was a teenager. So why did this happen? Because I had more energy. That's fascinating. That's, that's a beautiful, you know, empowering story. Yeah. It was, it was, we started this company without ever having consumed deuterium depleted water ourselves. We believed in the science. So the science, the science is solid. If this, if, 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 if one plus one plus one equals two, something, this is, this has to work. Right. And then the science, the science did not prove us wrong at all. After I became deuterium depleted, my partner, Robert Slovak, others in our company started going through this depletion, the science backed everything up. So we were very, uh, we were very happy because we, our, our faith was in the science and it, and it, and it was, uh, it, it, it was true. What, you we were, believed, what we believed was true. I think the two of you were being led. I certainly, I certainly have been led my entire life to try to unravel the mysteries of, of this experience, this human experience. And, and uh, when I was a kid, I always, I looked at old people. I said, what's the difference between a young person and old person? So I was always interested in the process of aging and what happens slowly over our lifetimes as we get older. And, and uh, why do we age? That was my fundamental question. What's going on here? Right. So that was the question that I that I started with as an armchair gerontologist of sorts. I asked why, and that has been, and that has driven me from the from from 30 years ago, and still drives me to understand this body that we have. And we came here with this body, but we didn't get a manual. So God said, "Here, here you go. Here's your body. Here's your experience. But you don't get a manual. You have to." figure out the manual while you're here if the way have to write the manual of of what is the right way of the human condition and certain and so you look to you look to the past you look to your ancestors you look to nature you look to wherever guidance can be given that you can trust you look at new discoveries this is very exciting because the times we live in is nothing but one discovery after another but sometimes these discoveries there's an aha moment aha and then it gets buried in a book that's when i come along and i read that book i go this is this should not have been overlooked 
this is super important. And I make it a life work of mine because I see something that people overlooked and I didn't overlook it because I'm very analytical and critical in my thinking. So I saw this and said, this is something that needs to be pursued. And it's not the only thing, but it's one of the things that is upstream at the source. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in cracking the code of our biology, not putting a bandaid on it because that's, that's easy. And that everybody has the answers to, but where are the fundamental answers about the aging process, about energy production, about how to maintain a long health span? Why is this person sick at 30? And why is this person healthy at 90? What's the difference between them? How do you, how do you quantify this? How do you make it available for everybody? So these are, these are the things that I was very interested in, still interested in, and this is what led me on the path to be involved in deuterium depleted water and deuterium, depleted, deuterium depletion as a lifestyle. I came into this from fasting. I learned, I learned what I know about water by going without water. I stopped drinking numerous times. One time I stopped drinking for six days, no food or no water. You learn about, you learn a lot about something when you don't have it. The answers come to you that you ask the universe. You just have to be able to listen. So, and you have to be able to connect, connect certain things, connect the dots. So I, I like to connect the dots in science and that's what we've done with this. So it's, it's, um, it's because it's a mechanical problem that we have, it's easily correctable or it's, or it's the first thing when somebody, when somebody gets ill or sick, I ask them, do you know why? Like you have cancer. Do you know what caused it? Cause if you don't know what caused it, then how are you going to actually cure it? So that's the first question. It's like, what happened? <laughs> so what happened in our earth history? What happened in our personal history? These are the questions that we have to ask. You only get the right answers if you ask the right questions. So I just started asking questions that were right for me and found something, found something really important. And I think it always is, and as they, we always find out also that when you're ready to receive the answer, it just really comes. And as you were saying that, you know, when you were in your absolute fast, you know, the dry fast, and it seems like that, that what what we've been using like for food and activities and drinking becomes like an obstruction for us to know more. And and you're talking about just being in the in that moment where there's no resistance. So mm -hmm. and and it reminded me also of us being in that parasympathetic mode so that we could just kind of relax that's why in in all healing unless one is in that parasympathetic mode then it will be hard to even listen and hear what you know what's the next thing to do or not to do when it comes to healing the first the first thing you can listen to is your own breath and you can determine if you're breathing properly or not that's the first thing that 
we are born with is our breath. We take that big breath of air when we are born. And then we get into a pattern of how we breathe. So that's the very fundamental first thing that you look at is how you breathe. And if you're breathing correctly, then you move on from there. And, and that's one practice, Victor, that most as we go older, most people neglect their breathing. At any age, at any age, you, you get into a pattern very early in life as an adolescent. And most people, unless they reshape that pattern, repattern themselves, they, they're stuck in, and because no, nobody gave you a manual. Nobody set you down in school and said, you have to breathe through your nose, not through your mouth. You have to do that. Yeah. No one came and said, these are the things that you need to ensure a long life, a long, happy, healthy life without any kinds of problems. So, again, it's about trying to understand how to how to be part of this experience properly. And, and, and it's, and when you, and nature and ancestral wisdom have given us a lot. So, so we listen to that. And if we listen, then we get the answers and, and the modern, the combination of the science that we have now with what we learned from the past and what we learned from observing nature, we're in living in incredible times because of this. So yeah, you just have to, get the chatter out of your own mind stop the chatter in the brain and just listen to things because your body is a lot more intelligent than you give it credit maybe maybe you already understand that and i think you do and everybody should understand that your body has an intelligence that not only warns you about things guides you about things premonitions about things you're are constantly, some people call it being um, protected by angels or God, but this is part of the experience. We have, we have, uh, life is meant to be easy. It's meant to be, it's meant to be a joy, not a burden. And you just, it doesn't take, it's not overnight, but once you make a choice, you, you follow it at all costs. And you have to know where your priorities are. So people ask me, well, who, who drinks this expensive water that you guys produce? I say, well, we have two types of customers. We have those that can afford to drink it. And we have those that can't afford not to drink it. <laughs> because you get to a point where your biology is lacking that energy. And this is a very elegant way to restore that for yourself. Just by eliminating a natural toxin that exists everywhere in our in our world, in our food, in our water, in our atmosphere, and this is this is exciting stuff. I think it's probably the biggest discovery in biology of our time. I don't think. And there are more doctors now and other health practitioners, I believe, who are uh, understanding it more and more and getting on board with it. So what do you see the future of this in terms of like going mainstream? Like when I say mainstream, like being, uh, like say served, serve in the hospital setting or just their, you know, regular health facilities. I see a bright future as people, re people recognize that 
water needs to be, have lower deuterium than it does. So right now, it's very new. Most doctors have never heard of that. <laughs> they kind of people go, deuterium, I kind of know that from, from school, but remind me what it is again. So it's still, it's still very, very new. But I look, I look forward to next decade, two decades, and eventually everybody will understand that, that this is a very simple thing that we could do, whether, whether it was a, whether aliens told us or we discovered it on our own through science or it was, or it was both. We've come to that point where we're making incredible leaps, incredible leaps in understanding our own biology. In the last hundred years, we've learned almost, almost everything, almost, not quite, but almost everything about, because we don't know what we don't know, but we've learned so much in terms of how our physiology works, how cells function, how mitochondria produces energy, these things, is, this is settled science. Most of it is settled science. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's quite, a, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, every day I feel very, very blessed to be able to share, to be able to share what I know and share this message and share this wisdom and understanding with other people because we want to take the path of least resistance. We want to have fun while we're here. We don't want it to be a burden. We want to yeah, lighten up. You're right, because as we get also, I feel like as we as we get challenged. When I say we, you know, the entire global community gets challenged, but the opportunity to really find ways to navigate ours. Well, that's kind of like I remember as a water. You know, the water physical ways of being able to navigate and then find something that helps us. Yeah. Because life is an exciting, it's exciting times. Now, that so the effects of the deuterium depleted water is basically they're all good effects, no bad effects, as no. I see, as I can experience for myself, and I could see others. Yeah, the, effect, the effects are from your own body. The body is a self healing organism. When you reduce deuterium, you increase energy. When you increase energy, you have more energy to play with, more energy, more energy to heal with, more energy to grow with, more energy to be with. So you know that when somebody is shining bright in their aura, they attract everything to them. And what is that aura? What, what, what is that? That's energy. That's, that's light, whether it's electrical, magnetic, whether it's light. We say we are light beings. Well, let's increase the amount of light that we have. <laughs> let's let's if your if your bulb if your bulb is on is half, why don't you know <laughs> turn it up all the way? If you're if you want to be a bright light, and the, the way to be a bright light is to diminish the things that dampen your light on the inside. Very simple equation. When you when you think about the things that we're made of and the things that help us the most it's hydrogen oxygen and the combination of both which is water so you have pure water hydrogen oxygen you increase these things you increase well-being you increase health it's so simple you don't need all these other things 
these band-aids downstream. Some, some things are beneficial. You just need to learn how to eat right, how to think right, how to breathe right, how to sleep well, how to put yourself in the right environment, and how to support your body's innate self-healing ability. And the perfect way to do this is to reduce deuterium in your body. It's it's a it's a it's a true. I don't like the word biohack because I don't think yeah. we're not hacking we're not hacking anything. But as it's used today, this is an elegant new biohack. Truly, a true biohack because because this is something that anybody can do anywhere right now, without going to Antarctica and drinking deuterium plated water or going to live in the Siberia or going to live in the going to live in the mountains to pursue this to pursue this lifestyle this this pro youthing lifestyle you could do it anywhere so it's it's a it's a good time to be alive yeah i <laughs> yeah. like i like i i yeah i i don't like to say the biohack never but i like to use the bioregenesis that never really attracted me that's why i never became part of any well there's nothing yeah there's nothing to hack because it's because we're perfect yeah. as it is you're right. We're just we're just we don't need to hack. We just need to discover. Uh-huh. Yep, and that's discover. why even when I I know you said yeah we don't have the the blue book the manual but maybe maybe it was given to us and we just kind of in because of all these distortions then we just don't remember and but now like you and like those other you know scientists who did those uh, research and there's something in there. Uh, part of their, you know, bio field or morphogenetic field that seems like it's kind of like trying to let them remember, hey, I think you can do this. There's something. And when you said about where you live, I remember when visiting the Philippines and we were I was uh, up in the mountains beyond really, really high mountains that in that those mountains, there's a lot of caverns. I look at the elders they have beautiful skin they may be old but it's radiant and even their 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 wrinkles are very fine and of course energetically they're very energetic so i remember that's the coldest part in the philippines really so you just you you observe them and see what they're doing right Mm -hmm. yeah very through observation you can see you know my 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 friend says uh he says, when you're born, you're given a book. And this book, when you, at the end of your life, you get, you get, the question comes, what did you do with this book? Did you read the book? Or did it just sit on, did you read on, or did it sit on your coffee table and you looked at it once in a while? Did you study the book? Did you master the book? Or did it just sit on your shelf the whole time until you had to bring it back to the cosmic library? So what did you do with that, that book that you were given? Because the intellect is our ally to be able to discover these things that we're looking for. And the things that we're looking for are very, very simple. Yeah, very simple things. Shall I ask, shall we, I assume that your whole family is in it, doing, enjoying, or practicing what you've been sharing to others? Yeah, I try to, as many people as I can, I can turn on to this lifestyle, I do. So immediate family, obviously. And uh, some people are, 
some people will take time to come to this. Some people are not ready. And I, I say, don't just do this in haste. Don't think that you're going to drink some deuterium depleted water for a week and something is going to happen. This is a slow process. You don't, you don't go to university and graduate in one year. It takes time. You don't become a doctor overnight. You don't, nothing happens. The sun doesn't rise to midday in a minute. Everything is a gradual and slow process. So if you're willing to go on this ride for the long term, then it's something I highly recommend. If it's a short-term thing, I say educate yourself a little bit more. And then when you're ready to make a lifestyle commitment to do this, then you do it. Don't waste, don't waste time and money if you're not ready for it. So this is uh, my approach in coaching people on how to make this work for them for the long, for long-term. And when was the last, when was the last time you've seen a regular physician? Well, you mean like, uh, I have doctors call me all the time for advice, but they call me last time I went to them. It was been many years. I think, I think four or five, I think five years ago. I had all my blood work. This was before I was deuterium depleted. And they said your your said they said your testosterone is too high. I said that's that's great. I'll live with it. <laughs> and what and and then did you have a uh, a follow up after that? And did they did they say anything different? I all my all my blood work. Every time I go for uh, blood work or any type of um, evaluation. They say we can't help you. You're fine. Excellent. That's, except except for the high testosterone, which is fine, which is actually really good. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I'm just I'm I'm very blessed because because I found something that that works uh, very elegantly, very easy, and it allows me to allows me to have not only a lot of energy but to pursue to 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 cheat on some of my food choices once in a while. But I, I try to be very conscious of things, you know, what I put into my body, what I say, how I act, uh, how I spend my time. You know, you, you, is there uh, is there any urgent project that uh, Lightwater is doing right now, upcoming? The most urgent project is to increase the amount of water we can make for more people because it's very difficult to do this. Are you putting a up a new plant or any? We will. We will eventually have a. We will. We keep expanding, okay. but we, but we will eventually have a, a newer plant. And so, on the technological side, so it's very exciting right now because we're solving we're solving problems that we have and, and that we need to solve in order to increase produ production. The plant is not in United States, correct? No, it's not. We'll have one in the United States in a few years, but right now it's not in the United States. Okay, wonderful. Now, um, t tell tell the people more on where they can get more information or how they can really start. You know, I know I have this website, drinklightwater.com. If there's any other website and uh, anything. More. That's a good That's a good start, drinklightwater.com. You can also go to deuteriumtest.com and that's where you can get a test. You can also get that off of drink light water, but you can test what your body's level of deuterium is. And I recommend you do this either 
you definitely do it, want to do it after you're on it for three months, or you can do it before and after just to get a baseline. But you, most people pretty much know what, what their baseline is based on where they live. Uh, you can also, for, for those that are interested in reading the studies and reading the literature on this, some of that is available on drinklightwater.com. There's another website that's deuteriumdepletion.org that has as many of the studies that exist out there, not all of them, but many of them are on there. If you're more of a analytical scientific type or a doctor and you want to read more of, of uh, the uh, technical aspect and the, and the uh, medical aspect of uh, deuterium depletion, you can go to deuteriumdepletion.org. So there's deuteriumtest.com, deuteriumdepletion.org, drinklightwater.com, and also we hold an annual conference, deuteriumdepletionsummit.com, where we assemble the world's leading experts and thinkers in this field, in the field of deuteronomics and related fields that are complementary to deuterium depletion. And so you can go to deuteriumdepletionsummit.com. So we have quite a bit of information available for people. That's, I, I believe that's very empowering. Information is the most empowering thing that you can get to make an informed decision and the right choice for yourself. What you're, how you're going to lead lead your life. You know, when I discovered, when do you usually have the? When do you usually have the summit? Is uh, what season do you usually have it? We'll have it. Well, nothing's usual these days, but. Uh, we had one. We had one last year, and that one's still available for people. And our next one will be in the fall. Oh, and it's it's all it'll be live, and also and also the recordings are available. So the recordings from last year, the first summit that we did, are available. And uh, there's a lot more information than just ours out there. There's a there's a summit where other scientists uh, go, where I've gone, uh, and then in Europe. This is all this all started in Europe, in Eastern Europe. So there's also conferences there every few years. So if you're interested in the scientific aspects, medical aspects, technical aspects, you can contact me directly. I love talking about this subject. Or if you're just interested in simple solution and reading about how it can help you and getting to know a little bit of the science, a little bit of the protocol, a little bit of the history, drinklightwater.com will give you all that information. I like the sound behind you. The rooster agrees. The and the, the rooster, birds. Yeah. The rooster agrees. The birds uh -huh. agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, yeah. a nice, it's a nice place to be today. Me, uh, he agrees strongly. Me too. I miss I miss that sound because you know I don't have any here in New Jersey, but when I was <laughs> growing up, they really wake you up. It's good. <laughs> they, so. They're 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 every here. They're everywhere. They're wild, wild, wild chickens everywhere. All day long, you hear them. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone wants to um, make fresh chicken, do you go around and catching one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I thought that's they're, how you live now. So just no, a side story because that's yeah. how back that's home. Thing. Which how they used to do. Like that's if a, they, a, yeah. yeah, they like you as a guest, 
And they say, hold on, you could have lunch with her. And they go out and catch the chicken fresh. That's, I, love, I love that about the Philippines. <laughs> this, is, this is still the United States, so you're not allowed to hunt in your backyard. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Victor. And um, we can do this again in the near future. And I really appreciate everything that you do and your company. And we can continue to keep expanding, having that oscillation mm -hmm. of your thank you so much. Okay. And so, if anybody has any anybody has any questions, they can contact me directly through the website. And uh, I'm happy, or through you, I'm very happy to answer any further questions that anybody may have to help them along their path. And I would like to remind the, the audience and the listeners that they could have the discount code and the word quantum, all capital letters, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, when you go to the website, Drink right. Library. So what that'll give you, what that'll give you, they'll give you 10% off of your first, when you sign up for a subscription, that'll give you 10% off of your first order. And we encourage you to sign up for a subscription because one, it's cheaper, two, it, it's, it's only, it only works if you do it long-term. Yeah. And everyone says thank you for the information. Great info. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Take care. And this will be uploaded in BitChute, Rumble, Brighton, and of course, Odo and Podbean and many others. You better go and eat a rooster. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you, Grace. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.